0: Right, finally, ah. oh, sorry, I, got, I forgot. I gotta
1: get my phone Oh, you're good. I gotta set up this so I'm just know. gonna keep it recording. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Check, check. Uh, uno dos. Ah, looks like uh, we've got a little bit of the good stuff going on right here with our shound, you know. Got a nice little fire going um yeah you don't have to listen to him don't stay (laughs) (laughs) all right well already recording it's kind of awkward i was like sitting here like yeah yeah, we're you know we're small talk we're here small talk i was checking microphone and
0: you know all the good jazz Alrighty, welcome back to the Silver Minded Podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about adversity. Yeah. This was a topic Chase picked out, and I think it was a very good call.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was funny because it kind of it came up like personally. Um, well, actually, no. I I had the idea of doing something like this. Like an adversity podcast, and then it came up personally, and I was like, "Oh, that's perfect because I've been, you know, having to study this, and so I was able to go over some of my Bible verses that I wrote down, and kind of had to think some things through. So it was, it was pretty good. The it worked out perfect. In other words, sounds good. Yeah,
0: yeah, we didn't coordinate, or we had our topic, but we haven't yeah. talked about what we've come up with. Yeah, at all. Mm-hmm. So um, how do you want to break it up? Um, you know, I think we kind of, like I said, we, we'll kind of just free air. Um,
1: And then if something gets brought up of, like, that pertains to my notes, we could just, I could just read off what I've got, and we can just kind of play it by ear, I guess.
0: Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I came up with, uh, I went into it, and I was just going to kind of touch on different verses mm-hmm. on it and I ended up landing in a passage in almost just the entirety of Romans 8. Yeah. And um yeah. it all pertained well to the topic. Yeah. Um so that's where most of my stuff is. Well good. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh I
1: I've got a little bouncing around what I like to do is I like to jump into the Bible app and actually type in the topic, yeah, and I like to choose things that kind of more touch base to me um as far as like oh, it stands out, yeah, um, and I like to go over those and try to make notes, but um with kind of just what I've been busy and everything I was I've just had to go over it and didn't write anything down, so
0: yeah, but. I still have a thought, so we're good. Sounds good. Well, do you want to go first? or Yeah, how about you go first?
1: All right. Um, so the first one that obviously stood out to me um, was 1 Peter 5, uh, chapter 5, verse 8. Um, it says, Be alert of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Um, well, for one It stood out because it said Sober mind mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, I, I read into it And um, Basically what I gathered From looking at some of the, the footnotes That you can find in the Bible app yeah. <clears throat> Is that he's trying to explain Being um, Alert towards some of the evils in the world And As the same way That God deal, dealt with uh, Well, the devil himself Jesus here on the planet had to deal with the temptations in the desert. And um, so I think it was, for me, kind of stood out as telling me, like, hey, look out for things that could be pushing you away from certain people or could be pushing you away from certain things that you might want in your life. And God has been calling you to them. Um, But the devil always has a play in these things yep and so he likes to drag your thoughts down he likes to drag um he likes to drag you down <laughs> essentially he wants in the end all be-all he wants
0: to drag us down um yeah it's a constant battle yeah it's a constant you you can't just you don't stay on a single plane yeah through through life you're yep. either drawing closer to God mm-hmm. or you're slacking and you're yep. falling falling out of sync
1: yeah perfect yeah um, the one thing that like my elementary teachers always taught me and at uh trail is that you're, you're kind of with your relationship with God, you're walking on this line and this, it's a center line. And some days maybe you're coming off this line closer to him. And it it's kind of funny cause it kind of works like a, a sine wave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some days you're kind of walking closer to God and some days you're back you know, on the straight line, some days, you know, maybe you're not as near with God. Um, And I think that kind of represents adversity perfectly, because sometimes you do get drugged down, and sometimes you start to not, you know, want to think necessarily. Um, That's what I like to say is not thinking, because if any reasonable reasonable person is thinking, they know that God
0: is the only way (laughs) yeah no i really like that analogy too because with the sine wave you have that horizontal line Mm -hmm. that the sine wave is going up or above and under but it's always going in line with that center point and that's that's like our our um our guaranteed salvation our guaranteed um relation with christ yep as christians you Mm -hmm. can't lose that salvation yep some days you're close to him, you're in sync, some yep. days you're not, yep. but you're not, you're never going to completely get Whoa. cut off yep. from that line. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it always comes back to center. Yeah.
1: always goes back to zero degrees in phase. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, um, that was kind of like my, my first thing that I, I just thought it was fun to point out because it says, be of sober mind.
0: Yep. Well, um, isn't that the verse that we that is the that we'd originally yeah. used. Yeah. Um,
1: but it was just because I, it had came back to me that I was like, "Huh, oh, Hey, maybe I should, you know, reuse that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I didn't really have like going off of that. I didn't have too many others. Um, I have more things that kind of just pertained to, um, the adversity I was facing. Okay. Um, not necessarily the way that, uh, I mean it is the way that Jesus faced adversity cuz it wouldn't be in the Bible. Um but it would be more of like his disciples how what they faced. Um And yeah, so I I had a couple um like like this one. So we fix our eyes and sorry, this is out of 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 18. Um so we fix our eyes on what not or not on what is seen but on what is unseen since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And to me, um, that's a really comforting verse comforting. I can't speak English today (laughs) for some reason, but for me, it's very comforting. Um, because everything, every trial and tribulation that you do face on this earth, um, whether it be money problems, it be, not being able to find a house or like not being able to know if you're gonna put food on the table in the next week or not. Um, that's all temporary. It's uh it's in God's hands and in the end we all are going to heaven mm-hmm. as a Christian. Yep. Um and so for me that's very comforting because not that this life is meaningless. That's not what I'm saying. It's more of this life is placeholder of where we're gonna be
0: Mm mm-hmm yep it's a place where it's fallen and we're called to to make it better through our relationship with Christ you know bring bring God's glory into it Mm mm-hmm yeah and um, personally like as far
1: as relationship goes uh, you can't do anything right without that personal relationship further you stray away it it makes it harder and harder yep not saying that the uh that you could have the right idea because everybody knows right and wrong but you don't ever necessarily do it completely right and we won't as humans yep um but with the bible and with our relationship with god we have more of an idea
0: yep yep and that's where our that's where our strength to fight that adversity is rooted. Yep. Like that's our main, um, and that's what, um, the passage, um, that I'll be going over, um, focuses on is that our strength to fight that adversity is through Christ, you know, which it's, it sounds very stereotypical Christian thing to say, but because it is a Christian truth, Mm -hmm. you know, when, as we face adversity, We, at least I—I don't know if I want to generalize, but probably (laughs) um, us—um—tend to approach it from this is me against this, you know, and how do I need to do this? How do I need to face this? And that's losing that greater picture, that greater plan that we're a part of as Christians, where where I'm not just facing this. I'm a representative. I'm a living temple of God's glory. Mm -hmm. You know how how do how does god want to use me yeah. to um face this adversity yeah
1: yeah um i think that i mean that's yeah that kind of hits it right on top of the top of the head um and as far as like even like in a relationship um with like your wife it's more it helps you it helps you face it together and not make each other um the enemy you know you have the one single problem that you that you are both against and trying to fix that one single problem or whatever it may be. But you have um, Jesus and you have the Bible, uh, which is also very comforting because you know of the disciples that have gone through way worse than you. <laughs> yep. And they still put full faith into everything that they did because mm-hmm. they knew. Yep, and as a Christian, you know, no matter what happens, mm-hmm. even even when you struggle with it, you still you still know it's just one of those things that it's
0: it's innate. Yep, it's that um, it's like what we talked about on the last episode mm-hmm. with reality, that ultimate reality yep. that God has already won. God is above all. Yep. you know, everything is through God. You know, yeah. So, and as you approach adversity with that ultimate reality in mind that's how you're supposed to um supposed to view it yep yeah and
1: none of us of course none of us do it perfectly i'm Mm -hmm. very big culprit of it you know yeah going going into um any situation i i tend to be i'm just gonna shut down not do anything and just let it sort itself out when i really should be okay What's one way I could pray about this? What is one way I could, you know, pray for this or this or pray for the situation or pray for the person or pray for, and and what's one way I can show them or show my, show other people how I'm dealing with a problem, Mm -hmm. um, rightfully. Because when you, when you fall back on the Bible, when it comes to any situation, Um, I think people look at that and they see that, um, even if they don't want to, they will see how you deal with things, how you deal with struggles. Um, like for instance, my, my dad rolled a Suzuki on, on 140. Um, and then the same day he went to go get gas in his, or diesel in his pickup and got gas in it.
0: Oh, really? Yep. Um, did he self-serve or did they do it? They did it. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Right? Yeah, it
1: does. And he said, you know, realistically, none of the gas got into the engine. Yeah. So if anything, it takes out an injector. It is what it is. He said, you know, it's a material thing. I can't, you know, I'm not going to get mad at it because they are making it right. He said, it's one of those things, too, where if an injector is a thousand bucks and they, you know, they're like, that's a lot of money. He said, I will go half with, you know it's not that big of a deal to me um and just facing going going through situations that on a typical regular basis you would be very mad about right you know like oh, i rolled my suzuki and then i got gas and you know that would be very hard to deal with and going into that situation with that open positive mind Mm -hmm. um and there's only one reason he did but Going into that situation with that that mindset of well, it could have been worse,
0: yep um yeah, it's going into it with uh with asking how can I best show God's glory through this, how yeah. can I best show yep. God's will through this and mm-hmm. what what he calls me to be through it yep
1: yep, yeah, and I personally believe that's uh i I think that helps people um Especially with a lot of the darkness in this world, when they see somebody going through adversity um, and coming out the other side, smiling and being able to help other people, even though they're facing adversity themselves. I think that's one big thing that other people will see and reciprocate. Um, I think it needs to happen more. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and it's a difficult thing because, yeah. like at least for me, the default is to go into just a reactionary like, Yep. Gosh darn it! Yep. Now this and mm-hmm. gosh, I don't know this. Instead of taking a second to stop and ask, okay, like keep that bigger picture in mind, mm-hmm. is the way I'm reacting to this the way um, God wants me to? Yep. And what kind of a what kind of a picture am I painting for other people around yep. me? You yep. know, because well, I fail at that all the time. You know.
1: Yeah, and me personally, I you know, I'll have situations where I have you know struggles in a relationship or struggles in life and I tend to be the one like I was telling you um, I tend to be the one that will sh- just shut down and let s- things sort sort themselves out and you realistically you can't do that um, for one it's just showing say the other person that you're not caring uh, necessarily I mean you could say you're caring all you want but when it comes down to it if you're taking a situation and be like, okay, sort it out. You know, it'll sort itself out and you're not taking any action. Um, in my eyes that that action shows,
0: Mm -hmm. um, you'd be proactive instead of reactive.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cause most of the time, whenever you're reactive, it's off of bad emotions Mm -hmm. and react reactiveness tends to damage, not build.
0: Yep. Um, and by, and by staying in the Bible, staying, staying close to God, you know, yep. having that communion with him, that helps you be proactive yep. because you're constantly reminding yourself of that reality. Mm-hmm. And, and that helps you to be constantly on like the offense, constantly proactive yep. so that when that scenario comes up, you're already being proactive. Yep. You're not going to be reactive. Yep. Yeah. and person
1: like personally i had a situation you know last weekend where i had gone through every option and for some reason the first option was not the bible and that should have been because the first thing i read was the most comforting thing um and it was just it's one of those things where i need to be better at okay i need to take this to god i need to if this is affecting me right personally why should i let it affect me yeah i should take this to god and be praying about the situation or the person or you know i should be proactively trying um and not just oh well boohoo me you know Mm -hmm. um and i think that's i don't know i think that's how it just should be um things just tend to line out a little bit better and it, it tends to heal more than it does damage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking to Jamie the other day cause something had come up mm-hmm. and told him, you know, it's, I want so much for everything to just be black and white cause yep. it's so much easier to, okay, you are the bad guy. You are the target. Yep. But so often it's grays and it's not a hundred percent Okay, I need to do this. Yep. I need to do the yep. that, and when it is those grays, that's where you need to be in communion with God and mm-hmm. bringing it to God, because you can't figure it out on your own. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, and having, especially having people in your life you can go to, that also makes it a hundred times better too. Um, for me personally, it's my dad. I know I can go to him with anything, and I won't face total judgment. yeah and i will walk out of a conversation with him feeling a million times better and knowing where to start yeah that's the i think that's the one thing i we get caught up on is um as humans is we just sometimes we don't know where to start yeah um and yeah you could be doing everything in your power but that's not starting that's just staying in in one spot. Mhm. Um in my opinion, starting is going to the Bible and reading what, you know, like I said, I like to go into my Bible app and <clears throat> type in a, a certain word, a term, and I like to read on whatever that is. Um and that usually for me puts me in a good starting starting place.
0: Yeah yeah um kind of a personal just blunt example from me Mm -hmm. is my like my reaction to things is like anger you know and that's where i want things to be black and white Mm -hmm. because it's easier for that wrong reaction of anger to mesh with you know if i get angry it's easy okay black and white you're the target yeah, and I'm justified and I can go after you because you did something wrong. But if I was being proactive, I'd know that that's not, you know, even if I think I'm justified in my anger, Mm -hmm. is this reaction, the action that God would want me to take? Is that the, is that the more than conquerors that he calls us to be? Yep.
1: Yeah. And I, I like that analogy because I think, most of the time we get so caught up in our mind trying to justify our actions when we can be completely in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for for most people, I think uh, without having that second opinion, especially the relationship with Jesus, um, it makes it really hard to come out of those situations. For sure. At, at least come out of those situations um with as less damage a, or at l- as as least damage as possible
0: um for sure and especially with like uh righteous anger yeah. there's such a fine line mm-hmm. between righteous anger and just anger. anger you know like is it justified like maybe it is but my heart the way i'm thinking about that person yep. that's not right yep. so then i'm not justified you know right right and then, and
1: I think that and this, this is kind of a little off topic but I think that when it comes to like a trust in a relationship kind of thing I think that's the same deal where you know you'll start blowing up your partner's phone because you're like hey what are you doing you're not answering me like what's going on whereas they have told you time and time again I'm not doing anything like I'm just I'm here you know Not necessarily, like, I'm busy, but not necessarily on their phone, you know? Yeah. Because I have that same situation. Like, I'll be just doing something and haven't checked my phone. And, oh, shoot, my mom's calling me. You know, she's called me three times. and (laughs) I. It's just one of those things, like, we're all human. And I think we need to, especially when we approach situations with other humans, I think we need to just take a step back. And for us guys, I think... It's a pride thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, take a step back and kind of realize like, hey, we're both humans. Um, we're both not perfect. Yep. <laughs> as much as I want to play perfect and my ego and my pride want to be perfect, it's not the case.
0: Yep. A hundred percent. What time is it? We have 6.19. Okay, right, perfect it's already um, been 20 minutes i know Time goes isn't that so crazy <laughs> um i'll start on my deal yeah um it's all on the same on touching on the same notes as um the bible is it's a it's all tied together yep. you'll find the same themes through it mm-hmm. unless you're completely theologically wrong yep <laughs> um, which in some cases that happens <laughs> yep for sure um so yeah, um I'll be reading out of Romans uh eight starting in verse twelve going all the way through the end of the chapter and as I go go through it, it kind of I kind of broke it up into one two, three, four different parts, mm-hmm. but they're all different facets of this same of this same um, um uh, topic of how to address adversity as Christians um, so starting in verse twelve. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with Him in order that we may also be glorified with Him. Um, so through that through that smaller passage, um, um, that theme of we're heirs of God, we're adopted into his holy power that's part of that larger reality we have to keep in mind yeah like we'd already talked about Mm -hmm. of this isn't this isn't me versus this adversity yeah you know i'm called into i'm a part of god's family i'm a part of his spirit um or his spirit lives in me and i have the power to face that adversity through him Mm -hmm. it's not not through me it's through his power through me yeah for what he sees but if we hope for what we do not see we wait for it with patience um and in there we see um we have freedom through christ we have freedom from that fallen world Mm -hmm. and that's something that we have to keep in mind that's part of that is we're not on the same level as the adversity we face you know through christ we've been elevated um we're called to not fight fight it on on its terms you know mm-hmm. we're called to fight it through um the way the bible presents it which is a lot of uh through love through compassion but through strength yeah. you know there is a there is a time um to be stern with it you yeah. know as yeah
1: yeah and i i I, th- I actually like um i like the the part for but if we hope for what we do not yet have mm-hmm. which this is niv version yours is esv yeah yeah um we wait for it patiently and i'm going to use a worldly reference on this um someday by zach bryan it kind of it kind of explains as much as it can that kind of idea where you're someday comes every day you just keep trucking along every single day and i think um it's not truck trucking a I shouldn't say it I shouldn't have said it like that <laughs> because it's not necessarily that it's more of you work your way every single day and then that someday will become a day that you deal with and that you've that you're there um and I think I think we get so caught up in oh i I wish I could just be where I wanna be already um. Well, I hate to break it to you. That's not how life works <laughs> you have to you have to work for it um and for many of us, that means you know getting up every morning and going to work and coming home and being stewards <laughs> yeah. but um yeah i i just I don't know why that connection came up to me because he he explains in the song that someday eventually we'll be here um and i i don't know i I think that for some reason that just catches something it touches a it touches a brain strand as i i should say
0: yeah yeah and on that same note that we seems like what you were saying was that we keep striving for that yep striving for that but on and on that same note is the spiritual side That's often hard for me to wrap my mind around, Mm -hmm. um, which is we are saved through Christ, where there's days where, gosh darn it, I feel like I'm just failing. I feel like I'm, you know, like, but we're saved through Christ, you know? Yep. He's, God is outside of our timeline. We're already his children. Even though we still fail, we're already saved, you know?
1: And yeah, it's, it's one of those things that's very... It's another comforting thing. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely you know, maybe I was probably at my worst today, but I still know that God loves me and God forgives me for any wrongdoing that I've done today, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just you can fall back on it and um not necessarily make excuses for it because of that. Um It's
0: yeah, it's using it to be appreciative yep. and using that kindness, using that love that's been shown to us yep. as as a driver to, okay, look at what I've been given. I need to be trying my hardest yep. to show that yep. and to be appreciative of that, not abuse it.
1: And, and the funny thing is, is God shows us that love unselfishly, mm-hmm. where as he doesn't get it reciprocated uh, near as much as he <laughs> definitely should. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, he doesn't do it for the reciprocation. He does mm-hmm. it because he loves us that's how love works yeah um but you know us as humans we we have that innate like anytime we love something we want it to reciprocate that same thing back well that's not true love that's mm-hmm. not how that's not how it should work yeah and we've made it i think we've made it at least in our generation is i see it a lot where oh my husband bought me this huge huge ring so i love him now it's it's yeah. not that same thing it's no, he bought you that ring because he loves you, mm-hmm. not because you know he you weren't gonna love him until you bought that ring. Yeah. So I mean, if that makes any sense.
0: Well, yeah, for sure. Because if your if your marriage is based on a transactional, yep. um um, basis, then you know it doesn't always stay sunshine and rainbows. So mm-hmm. then, if you're not gaining. If it was transactionary, you're, if you're not gaining, then you're not giving. And then that just cycles down and yep. down and down until what are we even doing here? Yep. You know. But by living, um, by trying our best to show that unconditional love mm-hmm. that God gives us, yep. that elevates both of us
1: in our right. marriage. And I think um, as far as like just being relational, I think that that attracts... Uh, I wouldn't say attracts that if you are able to show the unconditional love you you have been given, I think it makes it easier to be reciprocated back towards you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you uh, it's hard to explain because I don't fully understand it either. I don't think any of us humans do. Mm-hmm. But for me, the way I see it is if I'm able to show it, even if I'm not expecting anything back from it, it makes it easier for the person to want to reciprocate that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because as fallen, fallen people, there is a level of that transact, transactionary, mm-hmm. um, system inside of us. Oh you yeah. Know? Don't get me wrong. Yeah. 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 And so if you are treating your spouse as you shouldn't, and they start treating you nicer, it does push you into, okay, I need to be better. Like, yeah. look at how they're treating me. I need to be better. Yeah. And, that's that's how it works in this fallen world. That's why we're called to show Christ's love. Because, yep. because um it elevates those others that aren't living those same values that we're we're called to. Yeah. You know, because I say, Oh shoot, I'm being I'm being uh rude to this person, I'm being whatever to this person, yep. but they're still treating me with kindness mm-hmm. that makes them want to also reciprocate that or it should. Right. Don't always expect that. Yep. Yep. But at the very least, it piques their interest into okay. There's something else going on.
1: Yeah, and and like you're saying, like it should make it easier for them to recipro- reciprocate it. It's not going to happen. Uh, you know, not always going to happen, but that shouldn't be the reason behind you do it. Hmm. Um, we do it because it's been done for us. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, and even if you don't see it, you don't see that change in that person immediately. Who knows? Like you may have uh, planted that seed to use uh, overused. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, phrase. overused phrase, yeah. <laughs> but um, that might come to fruition way down the line yep. that you don't even see.
1: Yep. Anyways, well, if we went on that rabbit trail. <laughs> hey, it's all related.
0: <laughs> it is, it is. Um, picking up in verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Now in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Um, Through that, I love that, that line of, uh we are more than conquerors through mm-hmm. him who loves us yep. that and that is something to keep in mind as we face these adversities as as like i'd said with the example of my temperament mm-hmm. i want to be reactionary i want to i want to get angry and fight it yep that's that kind of conquering mentality you know that's that kind of earthly adversarial mentality whereas we're more than that we're called yep. to be more than that we're okay Maybe the best thing isn't to tear this person down, even if I think that's what they deserve, yep, maybe the best thing is to stop, pray about it, and show them compassion, show yep. them Christ's love. It might not be an easy love, it might be a stern you know a stern talking to yeah. or yeah or whatever
1: and and I think that's we kind of have gone over that before too, you know, where i with my cousins, I've had that same like you can notice that somebody's not necessarily changing. And so you kind of have to be like, okay, listen, I can't give you money for your habits because you're only going to use it for your habits. Yep. <laughs> um, it's one of those things. like, you have to be stern with them. Like hard love is still love. Yep. No matter which way you put it, it's still love. And some people, and I think, like I said, in this generation, I think in this whole, I don't know, the whole enabling deal that's been going on where, oh yeah, it's it's completely fine to do whatever you want to do and there's no repercussions. Well, it's that's just not the case, you know. Even God told us there's things that have major repercussions, I mean. Goodness sakes! Look at most of the stuff we do in our lives; we deserve mm-hmm. death over it. Yep. and and I think it's great because in that it said also that it that he, his son died for us, and that also shows his truly not selfish love, where he sent his only son to die for a bunch of a bunch of humans that really didn't deserve it whatsoever, still don't deserve it, and now he wants to have that personal relationship mm-hmm. and he wants us to be saved. He wants us to come to heaven with him. Yep. Um but the funny thing is, is he respects our free will in that. Um and how that all completely works, I'm not com- entirely sure. Mm-hmm. Um but he respects uh, he respects us, which is one thing he never
0: had to do. Yep. For sure. And going back to that, um, that we're, we're, sometimes that compassion, you know, you have to draw that line, mm-hmm. you know, we're called to love and we're called to show that compassion and that is often, um, can be twisted into okay that means you need to be a pushover yeah oh that means that you know you have no spine you're you don't rebuke or you know you know don't judge anyone you know but that's not what we're called to do we're called to be strong and still show that love yeah you know and you see that through god's character through the bible where Mm -hmm. he's all powerful and there are times where (laughs) he he Puts the hammer down, yep, but despite him being able to just squish you at any point, yep, he still shows you shows you that compassion, that yep. love, and that's what we're called to do mm-hmm. as we talk about you know facing that adversity, we need to be strong, we need to be we need to be sharp, yep, and show love, show compassion, but be strong through that, yep, you know, yeah, and sometimes
1: even. Even some of the harder, more stern love, it's not necessarily just hard on, you know, the person receiving, but it's harder on the person giving too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like your parents never, you know, it doesn't feel great for them to have to discipline you too. Mm-hmm. Although as a kid, you always saw like, oh, well, <laughs> they just love to get me in trouble and this and that or whatever. Yeah. It, It's not a great feeling for them too. Mm-hmm. but it is something that for one as as parents you are called to you know you are the disciplinary you you do the discipline yeah <laughs> essentially and and it's like one of those things it's like it's never easy on both sides yep um whether that be you know parents or like for especially for God can you imagine he, he just keeps showing and showing love. Like, I'm sure it's not the same with my human mind, but he keeps showing and showing love, and he just never gets it reciprocated, hardly ever. Mm-hmm. And he just continuously, un, you know, undoubtedly continuously just does it. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It's one of those things that's hard for a human mind to comprehend.
0: A hundred percent, and especially when, when you factor in his strength, mm-hmm. it makes it even more unfathomable. Yep. Where it's like, you know, he doesn't have to put up with us. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have to put up with us, uh, just abusing what he's given us over and over. Yep. Yet he still shows us that love and that compassion because of his strength behind it. That's what makes it even more perplexing. That's what makes it. Even more, you know, just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And yeah. And like going back to the comforting thing, it's, it's so comforting to know that the one person that doesn't have to put up with it does because he loves us. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's one of those things. It's like the relationship helps you with adversity because, you know,
0: Yep. That he's always there. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Something, uh, I just kind of wrapped mine up with, a, with just a little couple sentences. We meet adversity through communion with God. As living temples, God's glory is shown through us. And that's what we have to consider as we face that adversity, is that our power to face it is through God. We have to have that communion with him, so that we aren't being reactionary through our own fallen failures, yep. but through what God's called us to um, behave and what he's called us to show to those around us. Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, kind of trying to go on off of that, um, I think especially for like a relationship between you and I, I think it's good for us to be able to fall on each other um you know even if we don't want to communicate um it's it's good for us to be able to fall on each other cuz you you have that extra hand um not saying that you know you can do it your you know on your own
0: but a rope of 3 cords is not easily broken exactly
1: uh it's like you know you take one one tiny stick and break it easily but you take 10 and it's not near as easy. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you not necessarily you have somebody to fall back on. I don't want to say it that way because that makes it sound like you're just trying to use somebody.
0: You have um, someone to help lift you up. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I think that's probably the perfect
0: wording. Mm-hmm. Cool, well, well let's put a bow on this. I think that boy. was
1: a good touch on it. Um, yep. I'm sure. I mean, we'll have to touch it again. I mean, yep. it's such a hard topic to go through especially with adversity. I think, um, I think adversity is kind of a broad subject mm-hmm. where it has these multiple, like love and all, you know, all the yeah. multiple sub genres, yep. um, that adversity could mean
0: for sure. Well, and shoot, as I approached this, I was gonna, you know, kind of make a conglomeration of different examples through the Bible. And I got on one passage is that, like, man, that's pertains Perfect. to this yep. that pertains to this that pertains to this yep. so we spent an hour with like one passage and then a few passages yep. from that where there's so much more you can get into
1: well and it's like even some of the uh, verses that i wrote down it's like man i sat there and for like 30 minutes to 45 minutes on one singular verse just looking at the notes behind all of it yep. and looking at the subcontext and it's like yeah this is a big topic yeah because obviously it's one of the biggest things that God ever faced or Jesus ever faced God and Jesus, the same person, but I like to make it, I might, I like to make it a little more clear just because, um, I don't know. It makes more sense in my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you know, Jesus faced on the planet, there's so much and there's like, I don't know. There's not enough words to explain it.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we did a good job, though, covering the, you know, tying it back that yep. ultimate reality that we yep. need to live in as we face adversity. Yep. Yeah, and
1: like, like I said, just taking it one, one, not taking it one day at a time, facing it one day at a time.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, thank you all for listening, and um, hope you have a good week. Yep. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, just keep on trucking on. Keep on <laughs> I on like that. On. I think I'm going to keep that. Sounds keep on trucking on.
0: Sounds good. You're getting rival Cam Haynes. Yeah. Keep hammering. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, what is that? Uh,
1: keep on keeping on. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds Alrighty. similar.
0: Alrighty. See everyone. Bye. Uh, yeah. Like I said.